My name is Harrison Wheeler, and this is Technically Speaking. Fun fact, I recorded that in a closet. (laughs) That might be one of the best audio clips I've ever heard in my life. I'm not trying to gas myself up, but you got to give credit where it's due. Once again, thank you for joining. I'm your host, Harrison Wheeler, and I'm recording Sunday, March 28th. And you know what that means. It is the official year anniversary of the Technically Speaking Podcast. Thank you so much every single one of you for your listenership and support by listening on LinkedIn, on Twitter, got some more distribution channels on YouTube, SoundCloud. Thank you so much for every single click, play, and download. Just looking back, it's been a a long journey and story to kind of make this happen. I had the whole concept of doing a show like this for at least 10 years. (laughs) It was a little bit different focus. I was doing a lot of coding and web design and that was really where a lot of like my passion had laid. Um, But before we get into that, just to give y'all just a quick overview, it's just going to be you and me and reflecting on what this experience has been like and some things I learned along the way. And if you're even considering a podcast, this will be super helpful for you as well. Uh, Just to at least, you know, be transparent and just tell you what that story has been like and and thinking about things such as getting guests and production, uh, promotion, because it is a a bit of a heavy lift once you you get started. Let's go ahead and, and kick things off. So I'm sure this is a very vivid memory in in your minds. I really would just want to take ourselves back a, a year. We were about two weeks into lockdowns here in California, and you know every state had different requirements. California had a very strict requirement. So at this point, most businesses were shut down in, in some capacity. Not everyone had quite moved on to these delivery networks or had figured out their their takeout system. And so um, I was living in San Jose at the time, and it was just quiet. You know, you'd wake up in the morning. I think you might go for a walk. You might see one or two cars go by. And so um, something in my mind really clicked. And I was like, you know what? This is like the perfect time to, to do something like this. And I Partially, I think that was motivated by the fact that we were on Zoom all of the time. Sitting in front of a computer and talking became a bit more normalized. Um, and I really think that had a, a big play in that. Um, and so I can I can remember this time when Airbnb had done a huge pivot. They started uh, creating their Airbnb experiences, physical experiences into online experiences. And... Um, when I went through, I saw something for, you know, starting up your own podcast. And, uh, this was actually really, really groundbreaking for me because, uh, the, the hosts were 
called Studio Pod SF. So check them out, Studio Pod SF. Um, they do a lot um, of programming around learning how to do podcasts. They also have a studio where people come in. I believe they they host a few podcasts themselves. And so, um, you know, generally these experiences, there are multiple people that uh, can register and join. And in this particular case, I was the only one. So I had a one-on-one session with them. Um, I don't think I paid more than $100, but I tell you, it was probably one of the most beneficial uh, hours <laughs> uh, in this whole, in the whole realm of things. We went from everything through logistics to what equipment that you might use to the software that you might use, the different levels <laughs> of equipment you can get because obviously there's levels to everything. So, um, you know, it was, it was very, very, very helpful. Um, and I think in just in terms of just validating uh, the general niche that I was looking to to really kind of develop a show for, um, it was really just the perfect storm. When I started the show, I really wanted to center around black and brown folks within the design and technology industry. Throughout my career, whether it be through books, video, and images, there just weren't people that looked like me. And I knew that wasn't right because I personally knew a lot of folks that were doing amazing things. And I thought it was important to share their stories and really amplify their voices. So the show has now been listened to in over 35 countries globally. And I think some of the most gratifying things that I hear is when someone says that this person really resonated with me, whether it be through their upbringing, through their career journey, through their struggles, through their victories. These things are important and representation matters. Now, as I mentioned before, the podcast is eight year old. Um, however, the recording started um, a couple of weeks before moving it into podcast format. So the initial idea for Technically Speaking was to actually have a live streaming component. Um, and, you know, back then, I, you know, most, I think most of my relevant audience would have likely have been on LinkedIn. And so, um, you know, the the maturity of online streaming on a lot of these platforms just weren't quite there yet. And so um, I actually had done webinar style events where you, I would post a link, you click on the link, register, um, and then you would hop on to the Zoom. I think in an ideal world, I would have liked it to have been sort of natively on the platform. Um, you know, I had not really built, you know, a professional or design centered audience on an Instagram definitely not on Facebook. Um, and Twitter, while there were some live capabilities, that didn't really seem like the best sense of time uh, or best use of time. And so, um, you know, shout out to my my first three guests. So um, my first show I had done with Noah, we just, it was, that was actually just a test. So in episode one, the Q&A, um, Noah and I were just kind of seeing how it would go and how it would work. And it was a great opportunity to, to also see what Zoom's capabilities were. 
Um, and, uh, you know, my, my next two guests, it was Regine as well as Brooks. And those are two awesome people that I was able to, to really meet over the past year. Um, and I respected them so much and I was just so taken aback how they were so hyped to, to participate. So shout out to them because that if, you know, if I didn't have that support, I, I think I would have probably had another angle to this. Having just three episodes out the gate, um, you know, was was I think something that I, I really, really appreciated. Um because it was tough. I mean, you're kind of putting yourself out there. You don't necessarily know what the outcome will be. And then also, you know, if that content's also gonna be engaging enough for for the audience. The general format was to have about 45 minutes of really me asking them questions and going in depth to their areas of expertise. And then the the last sort of 15 minutes was an open Q&A. And most sessions, you know, went a lot longer than that. <laughs> and, um, you know, what you start to notice over time, at least for me, um, I really didn't have a computer that was fast enough to process an hour, 15 worth of video. And then additionally, because we were recording in Zoom, the auto quality wasn't that great. And I, you know, this was actually before StudioPod. So I actually did not have like proper recording equipment. So we were just using headphones and I was in a loft. So there was like a lot of echo. So I found myself actually trying to take this kind of post-production to someone to do the sound mastering. And from what I generally found, there wasn't too much of a difference. At that point, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to commit to, you know, reducing the complexity. I stopped doing the the video recording. Uh, maybe I'll bring that back sometime. Um, but I stopped doing the video recording. And once I started talking to the folks at StudioPod, they recommended something called Squadcast. So when you're, when you're recording and Zoom the audio, uh, it records on one track. And so it was actually very difficult to edit because maybe we're talking over each other at some point or maybe someone, you know, brushes the mic and it creates like a loud impact sound or maybe they're muffled. Um, you know, you really can't rescue that. So it's sort of what you see is what you get. With Squadcast, it records on both sides natively. And that was such a game changer for me because now I didn't have the noise of the guests on the audio track. And if I needed to rearrange, if I needed to edit any sort of words, that was something that I could easily do and it wouldn't come at the expense of the actual recording. So in summation, you can almost think of the first three episodes as the MVP of the podcast. When you have a chance, if you haven't already, check out those first three recordings. You'll actually see a difference um, in the sound quality. Um, and those are actually, I was actually trying to really kind of calibrate what that could look like. Once we start getting into episode four, then that's when you'll start to really see a significant shift. Um, because now the hardware's in, right? I have a nice, nice Samsung USB and microphone that records two channel high fidelity audio. So what you can hear from me right now is a lot better than where I started. Um, and it makes a huge difference. So now that we've kind of talked a little bit about the production, let's shift to distribution because distribution changed the whole scope of thing for me. 
First off, distribution was done by Anchor, which you have heard numerous advertisements for throughout the season. You might hear one in this show. That was sort of the centralized place of where I distributed the podcast. So it was amazing because I could use a single platform and it would distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, about three other networks, but that wasn't all of them. And so it was very important to make sure that it was also available on platforms such as SoundCloud or TuneIn and YouTube. And YouTube is a video-based platform. And so I actually kind of found myself moving back into the video space, um, at least in terms of being able to listen to each episode. I wanted to really make sure that we captured every segment of the audience possible. Um, And so with that came a larger and wider array of tools. And so Anchor is really sort of the centralized point of distribution, um, but even creating, um, you know, closed captioning for the videos was something that was extremely important. So for a while, I was really kind of testing the waters with a number of different third-party services. I went through uh, an actual person, through Upwork. Uh, Then I used uh, a website called Rev.com. And then eventually I landed on a platform called Descript. And Descript was great because now I could actually do transcription. I could do editing in an all-in-one platform. It also streamlined the cost um, because doing all of these one-off can get to be extremely expensive over time. Additionally, for the videos, I wanted to also do something similar to audiograms for YouTube. So I use wave.com. And so that required a little bit of, you know, obviously design editing for me for the cover photo and the streaming photo um, and then exporting that and uploading it. But, you know, For every episode, there's probably at least five different distribution channels that I have to prep with. Um, And so I think the move to audio only helped reduce a lot of the effort that would have otherwise been extremely tedious. Um, It still is tedious, but it's enough for me to to handle on top of life and work and, and all that fun stuff. All in all, it's been a fun exercise of learning by doing. And, you know, it's... It's been great to just sort of see what you can do with. I think that's the beauty of of podcasts. And that's one of the things that I really took away from the Studio Pod session because they said, you know what, there's no right or wrong way to do a podcast. Season one was, was really special for me because every single one of my guests, for the most part, I've had the opportunity of, of knowing for a bit of time and there's there's a bit of story with with all of us. For instance, Andre did an episode on fashion activism. And Andre's always been in this world of design and fashion. Uh, we actually met at the University of Iowa back in 2007. He had his own t-shirt company. And so, um, you know, we, we talked about Humanize My Hoodie uh, which is a brand that really amplified destigmatizing seeing a black man or a black person wearing a hoodie. And even since then, it's amazing to see the momentum of his, his brand, his program. They just partnered with Foot Action USA, Brooks in, in Merging Path. Um, you know, that was a, a startup business that he had created, and, and now it's fully functioning regime. Uh, at NYU. Her book is wildly successful. I've had the pleasure of working 
with with both Noah and Renee Reed. And Renee Reed is just growing her presence uh, in this design and research world. Ron Bronson and I had worked, uh, we'd worked at two different universities, but I met Ron like early when I got into the workforce. We were both working in, in higher education uh, in the world of web design. And so to really kind of see the evolution of his work, I know I didn't get everybody, but but shout out to every single one of you all. I, I, I don't think you all realize how nervous I was <laughs> reaching out to you. Um, I have so much admiration for each and every single one of you. So thank you. Thank you very much. And I encourage everyone who's listening to the show um, to not only listen to the previous recordings with those guests, but also follow up with them online. Um, they are all doing amazing things that are changing the world of design. So what's next for the show, you might ask? Um, well, for one, we're going to finish out season two. Um, and obviously, we have a lot to look forward to towards season three. Um and before season three, there'll likely be a new website refresh because in its current state, it, it's going to be a very long scrolling site now that we've got more than 20 episodes kind of coming through. Um, but uh, be sure to, to follow us on, on social media. So we're finally fully flushed out in terms of establishing a presence on LinkedIn Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So you can just search Technically Speaking with Harrison Wheeler on those platforms um, to stay up to date. I think we'll also see a little bit more more content tailored to those platforms as well. Um, Technically Speaking also has a club on Clubhouse, so be sure to check that out. I generally will host uh, UX Coffee Connect on Fridays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or we'll do some ad hoc. Uh, you know, conversations every once in a while. Um, within the next year, we'll also look forward to, to more YouTube content. So it's mostly been limited to audio versions of, of sort of, uh, you know, or video versions of our, our audio podcasts. Um, there's a few videos on there um, already, but I want to, I want to do a little bit more content. Um, and, uh, you know, there'll definitely be some swag dropping, so the Technically Speaking store should open soon um, and also still have intentions of doing some small cohort learning classes. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but it's it's been an amazing process. Um, everything has just kind of been, you know, kind of an MVP, fairly methodical. But now that the, the gears are starting to turn, uh, it's really just great to see this resonate. Um but that wraps it up for the anniversary show. This is an accomplishment within itself because I I don't know how I talked by myself for that long. Um, I'd, I'd questioned doing an episode like this in the past, um, but it just felt right to do it for this one. So you are witnessing a first, but not the last, hopefully. Once again, thank you for listening to technically speaking, we hit 12 months. I'm clapping right now. I'll add a clapping sound effect. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know how much I can 
say it. I'll give you one more thank you. Um, and be sure to tell your friends about it. If you listen to Technically Speaking on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave a review if you can. That is it for now. See you next episode. Peace.